Are you comfortable? I'm great. All right, hang on a second. Mics on. Mics are on. You ready? Yeah. Hello? Yes. Okay, we've got everybody on the way. Do you know what happened? No. I can't believe this happened again. I was trying to fall asleep to a tranquil murder show, and now I'm up frustrated because a reporter asked a stupid question. You hear that? A snake. Apparently on the loose. While we were en route, it came across that they believed a 600-pound anaconda had caused this damage. Very unique call. Yeah, I mean, have you ever heard anything like that before? No, I had never heard of anything like that. Have you ever heard of anything like that before? Of course she hasn't. That's why she said it was a unique call. That's why we're doing a dateline about it. The, The guy got shot six times and they blamed it on an anaconda snake? Yeah, that's an everyday call. Come on, dateline. A better question would have been, hey, is this the most unique call you've ever gotten? There you go. Jamie Kennedy. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Dude, I'm in your trailer, bro. This is Big Yellow. Big Yellow. Wow. Was that a real call? Yeah. No, that wasn't a call. That was uh, Dateline. You Dateline, but that was a real thing. So what happens is I watch these TV shows, and I've spent so much time with myself because of this pandemic that I just start yelling at the TV. Yeah, I would see you would probably do that before the pandemic. <laughs> no, I used to yell at audiences. Yeah, and and then still kind of, kind of it t- at moments. <laughs> and then they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't let me out. So I my friend became the TV. Yeah, but how many times have you heard reporters say, "Have you ever seen Have you ever seen anything like this before?" All the time they say it, and that was that's a weird one. Did you see the one with LAPD last week where they couldn't find the the, the robber? No, what oh, do you mean the robber? Like he who's behind a Corolla. Uh-huh. And the helicopter kept saying, he's right there. And the cops kept, it's hilarious. Is you it? will love that clip. Let me make sure you're recording. Is Am I recording? Is your thing recording? Yeah, it looks like you do recording. everything you do. You yeah. the one man band. I'm gonna, my head is going to explode. I mean, by the time we start this thing, I'm exhausted. I know. <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough. But how many times do you hear, have you ever seen anything like I've never seen anything like this before. Like what the first time I saw it, somebody's apartment building was burning down. Yeah. And they go, have you ever seen anything like this? And like, what are they supposed to say? This is actually the fifth time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say, yeah, they do that a lot. It was such a dumb question. If you listen to the way the person answers it, she couldn't even say heard. She said herded. Heard I mean, it. have you ever heard anything like that no, before? No, I had never heard oh anything gosh. like that. Have you heard it? <laughs> I mean, have you ever heard anything like no, that before? No, I had never heard oh anything gosh. like that. So she, a snake killed someone or shot someone? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> That's what happened was the guy, he... Um, I guess he raised snakes. What do you call this? He's a reptilian? Yeah. A, a reptile uh, rep- person? Yeah. Somebody we don't hang out with. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not doing spots. He's not a comedian. He raised reptiles and he sold them. And his wife shot him six times, called 911 and said, I th- I think a snake got him. <laughs> and but obviously the friends are not going to match up. But he's full of bullets. He's full of bullets. She blamed the snake. Wow. Uh, 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 anaconda, whatever that big snake is. Yeah. And then, you know, they, the e- EMT people get called and they're like, have you ever seen anything like this? And she's like, I never heard it. Heard uh, it. I never heard it. It heard it. it. And uh, the snake doesn't have any arms to shoot a gun. Exactly. Bro, I don't want to say anything, but you already are deep. I'm, in, d- I'm already deep in a sweat. I am deep Jeez. in a sweat. Are- that, M- that ketamine's kicking in. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> It's not even that hot in here. I'm not a sweater, so you're fine. It's up to you. Jamie Kennedy is in Big Yellow. Episode 48, What's Wrong with Orny Adams? Wow. Do you recognize this voice? It's Harlan. Yeah. He's got crazy hair. He's got great big eyes. 
What's his name, Kev? Orny. Orny. Anyway, let me bring this on. Because people... He did his theme song? He didn't know he was. He just wrote this. That's his cousin Kevin who's in the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh-huh. And then, you know, all of a sudden, other people started to cover the song. And I go, oh, this is taken off. I go, this is this is a big deal. Like, here's, here's another person uh, covering the song. Ready? You'll see. Just another rainy day in Jersey. Why is it always raining? Thinking of our funny little friend. Oh yeah, tell me about him. He's got crazy hair. What? Not cool. Who is that? It's like the cranberry. Yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. Her name's Heather. She's a musician. She plays. So wait, somebody Harlan made it like on on a riff. Yeah. So what? And then the woman. Yes. Copied Harlan. Well, uh, what happened was Harlan and I send each other really funny videos yeah. when we're on the road. Usually we're outside of Wetzel's Pretzels, making fun of Wetzel's Pretzels yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. But we're always sending videos, mocking each other. Mm-hmm. And we make these videos. <laughs> he comes, we hike a lot. Yeah. And we heckle the tour buses. Yeah. And he'll, he'll go, uh, hey, everybody. And he'll point and go, Matt Damon. Matt and I wave and they, they start filming they're all excited before they realize I'm not Matt Damon okay. and Harlan go say one of your lines from your movies and I'm like you can't handle the truth <laughs> and Harlan's like that's not that's your movie three movies oh go yeah. yeah yeah why do I why do I feel wow. like we've done this before I don't know I don't think we have I think we have I don't think we have didn't you have a podcast network that I was on. I had, I was a, yeah, I've had a piece of a, I had, yeah, I had something called Ha Ha JK. Yeah. Which we're going to restart, by the way. Yeah. As an app, as an Avon app. You know what that is? No. Add video on demand. Basically, like Tubi, you know what Tubi is? And Pluto. You know how people just put all their content and specials yeah. up on Prime? It'll be like a version, like a free Netflix. Yeah. Wow. So I had this 10... I did this early, dude. And no, then, this is before anybody knew what a podcast was. I know. I think I interviewed you. You interviewed me, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But probably on my network, yeah. And it, I think my podcast at the time was called uh, My Crappy Week. Yes, and because it, it was Steingold. Yes. You were friends with Jason. Yeah. And then, yeah, we kind of shifted before podcast blew up. You know, I am great timing there with me. I think you and I exactly missed... The same wave, and I'm only saying that because of your shirt, at the exact same time. I know. I started early, and we had, it was into it. It was just like, I was on Ustream. I was doing it in 09. Yeah. And then I you were on it, and I I left because I was busy doing stuff, and so these guys would run it for me. And we had different people. We had you, and we had someone else. And uh, it was great. You'd go to this beautiful office. And it was really the guy Ted, Ted yeah. funded the whole thing. Yeah, everything was set up. You had it. Yeah. I didn't have to run the board. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. How and many did you do a week? One a week. I did a. I did a lot. The problem is, I found out early that everybody I, I asked to be on my podcast would then say, "Sure, but will you be on my podcast?" And then we talk about nothing different on each other's podcasts. So that's it's redundant. Kind of how the world. Like, I know that's kind of kind of how it is, though, right? Well, I think if, if if you were on my pod, which I'll have you on mine, is that you will I'll interview you and ask you other questions I want to ask about you. Yeah. So I guess that's would be different because you're going to ask me stuff about me. Well, what questions would you ask about me? <laughs> I would ask where you're from. I'm from Boston. Yeah, you're a Boston guy. You're a Philadelphia guy. You, I, mean, <laughs> I see what you yeah. did there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would ask you a lot. There's a guy. I got a lot, but this is that's another day. No, no. I, let's make that today. <laughs> I'd love for somebody to interview me. Get in. You want me? Head. You really want me to? Ask a couple. Um. Well, I mean, the first time I ever saw you was with the movie 
comedian. And I don't know if, how you feel about that and how if you ever want to talk about that or you're I, done talking about it. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm sort of done talking about it. But if somebody asks a really um, and on the record, mm-hmm. meaning I talk about it comes up all the time with young comedians who saw it, went into the business because of it and will ask me. But, you know, I don't I don't know how I should feel about that. I, it was crazy because of who you are. And who you were depicted, I believe, are two different things. Other than the fact that you're super prepared, maniacal with, like, all the jokes. I just remember, I haven't seen the movie forever, but you had all of the folders of many jokes. And you're like, look, office material, you know, dating, dating with a gluten-free. Like, it was so specific. And I'm like, this dude is a workhorse, a machine. Uh So I thought, but then the way you were depicted, I don't remember. It wasn't great. They were trying to make you out to be the villain, but you're not to mm. me. But yeah. I know you. Yeah. So I don't know. I was like weird, weirded out by the whole thing after I got to know you. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel that. And I feel like the way I spoke is the way a lot of comics yes. would talk. It's just I was dumb enough to say it on film. Yes. No, but you weren't. You were so honest. I don't know how long. I, anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But you were. you had so much... And I never saw you before. And you're like a comedian, never curses, which is like very admirable. You work your balls off and all you want to do is just kill. That's yeah. all you want to do. And you're on you. I don't know. I think you were depicted. It's been a while yeah. that you were like difficult. Yeah. And I'm like, how is this guy difficult? There's but- still clubs that will not book me based on comedian, which is this was oh, before nine eleven. Nineteen years? No, I think it came out in two thousand two. No, it was two. Th- we t- we filmed it before nine eleven because I moved out of New York. Okay, and it came out maybe in two thousand one. There were two versions. The first version, uh, there was a softer version, mm-hmm. and then it was sold to Merrimax. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting with Harvey Weinstein about this. Oh boy, yeah. Okay, uh huh. And uh, he sort of vilified me. They took out a lot of the stand up clips of mine. They they took out like some clips that sort of made me seem more human and uh he did somebody did okay somebody did are you close with jerry uh not no no i would say if you saw him would he be cool with you i would think so yeah okay i mean the last time we spoke was after my second special came out yeah takes the third and it was on comedy central and he he called and he just he loved it that's that's great couldn't be more supportive yeah and i i find with comedian and i'll never shake this this thing i thought i would have shaken it by now and i blame myself for for not like nobody goes up to jerry and goes uh geez remember that documentary comedian i saw it like there is so many other things going on yeah that i never and i blame myself for that and i should have known uh i'm gonna drop a name brooke shields said to me she in the documentary? No. Okay. She said, uh, <laughs> I don't remember everything. I just remember how you were portrayed as well, one way, and I know you as a person. Here's the best part about this documentary. Bill Cosby was in it, and I'm still the asshole. I'm still the worst <laughs> person. People will go on, they'll go, I, I it's it's Hold produced on. by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you did this. Bill Cosby <laughs> is the center of Jerry is going to go meet with Bill. Oh and God. I'm still the one that's being attacked publicly. I'm the villain. 
I'm the wow. villain. Wow. Please don't even talk. You talk about that. You I don't. I don't you talk don't. about this. No. That's brilliant. Dude. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. Dude, you got to do that. Dude, that's that's true. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie in like 15 years, yeah. but it was it was a staple of like what I want to me. The, the thing about this, and this is my cautionary tale. Though, that's so fucking funny. Is that unbelievable? And there could be more. You know, who knows? <laughs> You're gonna be. You could be last man standing. It might just be. I might. In the end, the villain is redemption arc. Right. It's like Cobra Kai. You become the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I. I. I thought I'll never get over this thing, and uh, yeah. It's. It's just. It's weird. It's weird to be. And I would have thought by now. With I would think people know you from so much other stuff though, and comedy. Like I don't. I only know it's because that. I. That movie is a staple in Mm -hmm. our culture we should yeah. we all watch it it's kind of like homework it is and huh? yeah but it's not bad no everyone knows you everyone knows you're not like that everyone loves you so it's just like but everybody says that privately i don't hear people talk like what says what privately you know i don't hear people i i i, I think comedian gave people a um a reason to not like me if they wanted to not like me. And comedians, we're the first people to go, God, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I don't like that guy. If, if they didn't know you. Yeah. But if they work with you, you do sets everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you've been here, you know, 20 years, 15 years. Everyone knows you. You're friends with all big comics, little comics. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that would be an issue. But if they didn't know you, maybe they would have thought you were difficult the way you're portrayed at times. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw a guy with a filing cabinet with like 12 hours of material. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming you're not with the managers anymore. No, I, I, I that was Shapiro West. That was Seinfeld's managers. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with the agents anymore. Uh, you know, I've different different reps, and it was it's such a strange, surreal. What's interesting is when you're in that vortex and you're the center of the vortex. Yeah, you don't understand what else is going around. I don't know what people are saying. I don't know what to really think. Like people say, do you think that helped you or hurt you? Uh, Jamie Kennedy knows the answer to that better than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, I, unfortunately my intentions were good. I love comedy and I just wanted, and so does Seinfeld. Seinfeld loves comedy. Oh yeah. And I know he made that because he wanted to show people the process of being, what it takes to grind it out in the clubs and to do it. And there's scenes where he's being heckled even after he's, you know, he's this huge star. It's just, it's, it's a And dip- his set got progressively better, mm-hmm. you know, as did yours. You, you, he watched it when he got to the, when you guys got the letter, man, it was like insane. Yeah. But that's like he did, and he didn't have to do that. So he shows he's not in he's not in it for the money. He loves it. No, he loves it. Yeah. And that's how you are, but he was showing your beginning versions of what it is. I, I didn't know now you're from Philadelphia. Yeah. Did you ever do those clubs like Brenner's? <sighs> Mm-mm. I never I That was s- a very loud <sighs> post sip. Was it too much? It was a lot. Because I, I took, he took a minute and it was like an introspective thought. And I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's fine. It's it just was, last week, Harlan was making funny noises with his. With his sip. Yeah. Oh, I just, yeah. I That's was, fine. I just had my first cup and I don't, I didn't know if you had a coffee set up in the. Trailer. Oh, I do. Well, I do in the, uh, the annex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Dude. were talking about like, like, Jamie goes, you should have some people over. I said, I'll have people over, but then you can't get rid of them. People don't leave your place. I don't want to leave. Yeah. It's cozy in here. You got the cigar set up out there. You got the fire pit. Mm-hmm. Don't say too much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you're right. He's, 
Can I say how many cameras you have? I mean, gee, no, out on the property. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting in. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, no paranoia here. Well, I don't. I don't know when this happened to me that I became so guarded, but I think it's you know I grew up in a small town. I grew up in a town called Lexington, Massachusetts. It's yeah. the birthplace of American liberty. It's where the Revolutionary War started, and wow. very sort. Of, I wouldn't have said that as my. Uh, my go-to. I'm sorry. Can you not read the cup? Yeah, there, Lexington, Massachusetts. Problems, but when I think of Massachusetts, I think of the birth of something else. What do you think it is? Comedy. That's true. Yeah. But no. Duncan. Duncan Donuts. Duncan yeah. Donuts. Duncan. Duncan. That's Dunkin's. the first place I you, went to it. Yeah. I went to that Duncan. Well, the last Duncan to make donuts on the property was in Lexington, and that just closed during COVID. Th- that operation. Oh, so yeah. they ship them in now? And th- this is how cool... Yeah, they're all shipped in. It's all like... Uh, you, it's like the airport when you see them rolling the carts full of Wait, sandwiches. you're telling me they don't make the donuts at Dunkin'? No, not in Dunkin' Donuts, no. It's not like Krispy Kreme. You notice Krispy Kreme makes them in there, and they, they, they make it pretty clear. You can see the, the, yeah. the donuts rolling by and, the, and the, the glaze going on it. Dunkin's, you know, there's just sort of this back area... Are they're, you kidding me? They're cooking meth back there now. That's what they're doing. They're turning into meth cooking. I, I, I don't believe they don't make donuts. You there. can Google it. You can Google it later. Yeah, they don't make the donuts there. Where I, do they make them? They're all made like probably in a central sort of donut making facility. Probably rats running. I shouldn't say that because yeah. I love Dunkin's. You're going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I Cat lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not rats. I didn't say rats. No. Rats meaning people that tattle. Yeah, that's Those right. kind of rats. That's kind of rats. But I, this is how great the Dunkin's is. I've been going to the same Dunkin's my entire life, and the same people still work there. In Lexington. In Lexington. Yeah. The same people still. When I go there, it's the same woman, and it's the same guy, and uh, it's just, it's crazy. Wow. Like, literally time to make the donuts. They just, yeah. D-O-G. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that close to Boston? It's like uh, 30 minutes out. But, you know, I'm a Boston boy. Look, I don't know if you saw this, but I was the Boston Number comedy, one. Comedy. Family. 2021. Wow. Yeah. What is That's this? a recent. Comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a recent award. Yeah, yeah And that's that. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. My, so, my, my hometown recognizing me. Wow. You during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So were there a lot of other comics out there? I'm just saying. Yeah, there were. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how this is awarded. I don't know who makes a decision, but I'm comedian of the year in Boston. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. I don't like to perform in my own city. Yeah, because you know people. You look. I look out in the audience and I go, look at these old people. And then I go, wait a minute, I think I went to high school with them. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you see like them. Like real life ages people. Yeah, it does. I've, I used to perform at the uh, Hampton Beach. Yeah, that's a whole nother. And I performed at the uh, Hookah Lounge. Yeah. Hookah uh, Lounge? I think it's in Worcester. Yeah, I did all those places. We used to do stitches, Catch a Rising Star. There was one in Harvard Square, Catch a Rising Star, the Comedy Connection. Connection used to do a lot. Yeah. And that was, yeah. I mean, listen, that's to me the town. If you can do it there, you can do it anywhere because that's to me the hardest audiences. And you want to know something? This is going to, this will shock you. I've never done an open mic in my life. What? Never did a bringer show, never did an open mic. When we started in Boston, there were just shows. You just got on the show. You didn't have to audition? No. What? I, I I think when I did the Funny Bone in Atlanta, the first time I was on stage, I had to go in and sort of talk to them and present what I would be doing. 
but I, not in front of an audience. It was in the middle of the day, and then I got booked as the host. But no, I've never, was never. Was it in the eight nineties started? I started in the nineties, and I I never ask any of those guys from Boston. Well, there was the uh, boom, right? Mm-hmm. And so the boom was like there was more clubs yeah. than comedians, so everyone started becoming a comedian. And that was like the 80s thing that if you talked about some of those guys, like if you listen to Lenny Clark, it was like there was so many people trying to do comedy and there was so but you were after the boom, correct? Yes. Yeah. So you're telling that's insane. Yeah. You're telling me your first time going on, you went on. You didn't even you just signed up and told them. And then what happened? You had I, a great set? I, I had done comedy if i remember correctly in Welcome atlanta the jamie kennedy show yeah for sure you can have this podcast please take it what's wrong with jamie kennedy gives me about 50 more hours of things to talk about it's a lot going wrong over here uh yeah they uh i did comedy in atlanta and then i would go home from college during the summer and i'd say yeah i'm a comedian i did comedy i was what at the punchline this this is like 91 92 and so you went to the pond, you went back to Boston and they listened to you, they believed you. Yes. You didn't have to give a tape? If I did, I had a tape from me in Atlanta. Doing good. Doing well. And then That's they, right. We used to do tapes. Yeah, remember tapes? Yeah, tapes. Yeah. I, VHS tape. And I'm and you doing to, you had to deliver it. Yeah. And I'm doing sort of the, the person I was the style that I was imitating most was Anthony Clark. Mm-hmm. And somebody with a six yeah, and, uh, and I'm going to pass out. And then there's some Woody Allen in there. Yeah, another one of my heroes that we can't talk about anymore. I'm sure he was in comedian too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He. Wow. No, was he in comedian? No. Wow. If you, if he's in there though, and you're still the villain, I'm still the villain. I'm still the villain. That's that's castable though. You think casting directors would go? This guy has such a villainous quality that we can use him. You would think. Now, I was in a TV show called Teen Wolf. Yeah, I know. And you did. You and that a, was cast sort of from comedian. Is that true? You have a great joke about it, something about a gas station. I just <laughs> remember crying one night in the back of the main room. Some, and you were so pissed. Oh, God. And the audience was dying. I was right there with them. Something about a gas station and Teen Wolf. Yeah, it was uh, oil change. Yes. Oil change. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. There you go. Uh yeah, it's weird. It's Wait, so, so weird. you have we went so all then, over yeah, the so place. then so then I'm in Boston. I'm doing shows. It's very that's incredible. Yeah, and then when I and then I got a deal with uh, Disney Studios, or they flew me to Los Angeles. I'm sorry to offer. Uh, oh, it was what one of the, year? This might be '95. So you popped kind of quick. I've never popped. I'm but you were pre. You were I'm pre- alone in a Shasta doing a podcast. There's no. Is this a Shasta? They never popped. Yeah. I know you don't curse, but can I just say this? You were kind of, you were pre a lot. You were pre pre ejaculate. What does never, that mean? Pre ejaculate. What does that mean? It's before you ejaculate. Yeah, but what 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 about my comedy was pre ejaculate? Meaning that you said you never popped fully. Oh, your comedy always pops. Yeah, but you're saying you never popped. You Meaning- never. You're, you said you you still feel like you haven't popped yet. No, 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 no. I, that listen, almost became a moment. No, I listen. That was, I, that was, that was it. I'm trying to get both of us on <laughs> this camera, fine. but it's not working. I so can now, do this. Now it's just going to become my camera. Oh, it's sing, now it's a single on me. It's a, you got to lean in if you want. Uh, well, dude, I wanted. To, I was relaxed. Okay, yeah, just relax. I'm fucking using No, listen. I've done, I've done more than I, I, I probably have done more than I should have done in comedy. Really? Yeah. You strike me as a guy that you're a purist. There's mm-hmm. only a few purists, in my opinion, of what 
purism is. Like Bill Hicks, I would say, is the purest. In terms of he never wanted to do anything but comedy. Mm -hmm. You strike me as somebody that could have been happy just doing that. Yes. And I think Seinfeld would have been that way, too. He just happened to get to do his show. But he doesn't seem like he has no desire to do anything but comedy. Well, because, like, you've done movies. Yeah. Or Scream. Yeah. Scream 2. Yeah. Scream 3. Scream 3. I died in Scream 2. Malibu's Most Wanted. Yes, Malibu's Most Wanted 2. Yeah, I mean, you've, yes. you've done, you know, you've done a lot. And you... I don't, I get these scenes and I, I think this doesn't make sense. Yeah, because. It's so poorly written. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like sometimes I'll get an audition and I'll look and I go, the punchline is before the setup. What are they doing? Or I just said, like, if you notice my comedy, I love calling things back that I've said earlier. Yeah. And so many times I'll, I'll say, it's right there. They, I mentioned something earlier that's a callback to the. How is this not in the script? And then I, 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 I hate it. So I, I hate, I hate auditioning. I'm very open to doing roles. If somebody sees me at a comedy club or sees me in something, and says this guy's perfect. Well, it's funny because the the movies you mentioned, I was lucky that they were very well written. Mm -hmm. And but yes, a majority of the stuff that we get is not good. Mm -hmm. And I find that. I was questioning that for a while because I felt like I'd be funnier on stage or in my life than a lot of the, I felt very constricted. Yeah. So if you get to work with people that let you improv, which I'm sure they don't. Oh, see, that's the problem, especially someone like you, because you have a very strong voice. Yeah. So you have to do what you'll do and you'll find out. That's why kind of doing all this is a beautiful new freedom because I agree. I mean, when there's good movies and good TV, it's great. But you're right. A lot of it is not well written. Right. And, and then if we you get say up, that, people get mad. We get up on stage. And we have to live and die by it. Yeah. So we get up on stage. We have the freedom, to, without a writer's room, without a network, without anybody telling us, to sort of say something and, and let it go. Mm -hmm. and, and live and die by that. And mm -hmm. own our words. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the other day, you know, like... I love how we just keep recycling the same crises in my lifetime. How many times has Russia reared its ugly head, right? How many times has uh, have we been through a gas crisis? Remember the Iran one? Yeah, like it was in the, the 70s. 70s. Okay. We were kids. Doesn't matter. Remember the Ayatollah? The Ayatollah Asahola? Yeah, and the to toilet paper. Yeah. It was the toilet. We had toilet paper. We would remember that? Yeah. With the Ayatollah Khomeini on. Yeah, yeah. Like... I, I mean, I, it's been 40 years since the gas crisis. I know, but... Yeah, like, I, 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 <laughs> we were both yeah, drinking Mr. Pibb. But there have been other bad gas yeah, crises. Like, like, this is a pretty... This is the worst one in history, dude. I know. 43 down the street. Can I get to my joke? He <laughs> <laughs> was so believable. Go ahead. I, I said this isn't... Do you think... I'm on stage the other night, and I didn't know this was going to pop the way it did, and maybe it was just the timing. I said, do you think... Because I said, I live on a hill. I said, do you think this is the first time I've had to put my car in neutral and roll all the way to the improv? <laughs> and it works so well. I go, well, now I'm going to the Laugh Factory. I'm going to try to. Do you think this is the first time I've had to put my car in neutral and roll all the way to the Laugh Factory? And it worked twice. Uh -huh. And I thought, I love that. Yeah. And then I, if, if that was, you know, in a script, it would, they go, oh, I don't know, this and that. And then uh, the guy's going to be over. You know, it's just the freedom of comedy. Like to me, if people, and I said this when I accepted my award in Boston, I said just to be known as a comedian, but to be known as a Boston comedian. But just if people say to me, yeah, I want to have as a comedian. 
Now, to torture myself even more, I'm probably more known as Coach from Teen Wolf. If you look at my social media, mm-hmm. it's Coach from Teen Wolf. And I'm like, I, just, I wish they'd come over and watch my comedy. Maybe they would enjoy it. And then I started to do these videos on rugby, and those took off. I know nothing about rugby. Mm-hmm. And now I'm known as Coach from Teen Wolf and the guy who does the rugby videos. I'm thinking, when am I the guy who's known for stand-up comedy? Wow. <laughs> I really have no complaints, though. I, I'm I'm pretty lucky. Yeah, I mean, I saw a great clip the other day with Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy. Uh huh. And Eddie Murphy said a comedian's job is the greatest job in the world because we just go and make people laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's true. And I, since the pandemic is over, I feel even more fortunate. Right. I mean, don't you, I feel like a new perspective with audiences? Clubs have been packed. Yeah. And they're just like, <gasps> yeah, it's beautiful. I, I go back and forth. I love when I'm on stage more than any other moment in my life. Mm-hmm. In fact, Seinfeld asked me once, why are you not married? And I said, because no woman can make me feel the way I feel when I'm up on stage. Wow. And, you know, I think he agreed with me. I, I don't want to quote him, but, you know, that is such a high. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm like, you know what? I need a break. When I go back, I forget how much I needed it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's a, dude, I'm, I feel like that's the most therapeutic part of my day. Right, but how about the flights? How about yeah. the car rentals? The hotels? How about you know the radio? The radio. Like about- you tell me when you get up. I don't know why you get up at six a.m. Oh yeah, I never understood that. We go and with those shows maybe till twelve thirty or one. Yeah, and then we have to get up at six. Right. Would you make a stripper strip all night and then get up? promote pole dancing well i didn't know strippers keep the same hours they do and did you ever see the hbo show there was an hbo like documentary about strippers whatever it was yeah i go these strippers are just as as petty as comics like they were they they were like accusing each other of stealing a move or a song (laughs) i go this is how comics are comics like you're kind of acting like me on stage or i talk about that topic yeah so i think i think the parallel between strippers and comics and the same thing like you notice the mc is like coming to the stage dude make some noise (laughs) cinnamon kennedy Uh, yeah he's not gonna get up there unless you can do better than that (laughs) (laughs) dude it's the same thing it really is the same it is it is i feel like i always felt like why we work so late and but i understand it's the rush hour so all the stuff that goes into it you're intensely correct yeah i get up early and uh i'm into the market i'm into like trading and stuff like that Yeah, okay and i don't i mean i had a paper route as a kid i'm just so did i but I can you send me a link for a better mic stand? Yeah, this thing. Well, I mean, I could have. I eventually, if I'm going to have guests all the time, I'll, I'll move. Probably could have used. The, yeah, you could have probably used the proper mic stand instead yeah. of the one you just. I'm not fully committed made. committed to having a guest all the time. And maybe you, you could, aren't right. This is a, you're stepping your toe in right now. Well, I could. This could be the future. I could be fucking with the future right now. I, of like what your pod's gonna. If be. I could have somebody like you on my podcast every week, wow. without a question, I would do it. That's very. You were so easy to book. Thank you didn't you. ask. Sometimes you ask people, they ask fifty questions. Sometimes mm-hmm. they say no. Sometimes they say ask my publicist. I'm like, we're friends. You know, it's like publicist now. Yeah, I know. Is it a Marvel star? I mean, it's. I'll tell you off the everything air. Everything is. Yeah, we're all here. Yeah, everybody's. Just, everyone does pods. I think these are my gardeners now. 
Yeah, they're coming in <laughs> right here. <laughs> oh, that's open, so they're going to blow that right oh, in yeah, my yeah, coffee. Yeah. Uh, you want to wait a second? Yeah. <laughs> we can hold a second. He's like right there. They're, they're kind of late today. Wow. So they are yours. They're on pro- Okay, They're on site. They're on site, everybody. <laughs> hold the shot. <laughs> you know, I would like this to happen during one of my stand-up yeah, shows. Just have the leaf blowers come through. This is You don't have to wait. You know what I love is that they banned these leaf blowers in Los Angeles, these gas, because they're very loud. Can you hear me? They're very loud. They did? They banned that, them. They didn't, they didn't ban them up at your property. No, but how, do, how but are they going to... electric. How are they going to enforce that? We have people running into CVS with bags just loading shit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, the gasoline smells coming in now. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's this good. Is, and right. I was worried. <laughs> I think, you know, hey. Can you name one other podcast you've been on where it's it, been interrupted by the leaf blowers? The leaf blower, the mics. The mic, so He's right there. there. He's literally. Yeah. But the thing is, you didn't even have any leaves. Did yeah. You? Wow, this is. Well, they trim. They keep everything nice, you know. Yeah. They're right in the middle, so you didn't know this. Well, usually, no, 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 usually they come, if they're gonna, going to show up, they'll be here like at 10 or 11 in the morning. That's why when you push this from 12.15 to 12.30, I was like, that gives me 15 extra minutes Yeah. for these guys. This is the latest. For me to get right in the middle of their shift. Yeah. Yeah. They're... But this is what this is podcast is about. It's variable lighting. This is all real light. Yes. You look fantastic. I mean, you Don't really, you're... You, you you know you're a good looking guy. Oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, I didn't realize that you were a comedian. I think I I. Thought... Let's be honest. What yeah. did you What did you think in terms of what you thought I was an actor first? Yes. So I thought. Now I purposely didn't Google you. I I looked for a second. I I, I said I want to make sure I'm not missing anything, and you know the stuff I pretty much knew. I didn't know you were from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't know that you had started out as a stand up. To me. I, and excuse my ignorance, because we only connected out here. A lot of people think the same way. Post Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. So I thought you were a guy that did this Jamie Kenny experiment. You were a funny guy. Uh, and, 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 and Used the fame. Used the fame. Started to do stand-up and wasn't even really doing stand-up. You were doing heckling stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you was just sort of, mm-hmm. again, the experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Then it, it uh, I read about him, I'm like, wow, he really started young, and that's so. You're not alone in that. You want me to give you a brief history? I'd love it, yeah. It's funny because that means a lot coming from you because, you know, like I said, you're a real comedian, you're a purist. And a lot of people, if you have fame in something else, there's all, when you go to like Cleveland, there's always, you know, the local comics, like, what? actors taking stage time, or it's easy, yeah. you know, they, especially now because comedy is now. I believe every walk of life is trying comedy now. Do you remember when I started in the 90s, it was soap stars? Yeah, kind of. It was soap stars, and then Jimmy J.J. Walker came back to do comedy, and mm-hmm. he refused to say dynamite on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. So I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, so, but... So now you're saying every... It, comedy is... the, the it's totally is, different. It's totally different yeah. now. But when I started... This is what, like I said, my heroes. It's a long story. I'll get to the simpleness of it. Yeah. I wanted to be on SNL, so I figured out what was the way to do that. And I loved, you know, Mike Myers. I loved Eddie Murphy. I love all these different people and Dana Carvey and improv. So when I got out here, I got very lucky. I got an improv group and I made money. 
like not a lot, but mm-hmm. like twenty five dollars a show, which is good when you're like you know nineteen years old. Long story. That's canceled. Then I did troops all around the valley. And what do you mean troops? Comedy troops? Like yeah, I was in like a troop, and we would like get like parties and stuff, and make here's a little the, bit of money. And here's the other thing I heard about you: that mm. you were a rich kid. No, that's what. <laughs> I know. Who said that? I think of Jamie Kennedy came from money. Yeah, my deep- cousins in Massachusetts, they had the money. I know. Wait, no. That, okay. No, I Is wasn't that funny. I wasn't broke, but I wasn't rich. I struggled. That's okay. Fun. I love struggle. Who said that? I don't know. I can't that's remember how far hilarious. back. Maybe it's because you did Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah, so that's people- a character. I know. That's like Sylvester Stallone's a boxer. I mean, yeah. you know, that's so. Fu- I've never heard that about my. He's no, a Sylvester rich. Stallone's an actor. Rocky's yes. the, the yeah, boxer. But, but people think he was Rocky. Right. Wow, I never heard that about myself. Yeah, that's funny how yeah. these rumors start. Is that interesting? That's so funny. Um, no. So, long story short, is that. I uh, the next all the troops kept getting canceled or going out. You know how it is. Yeah. So what's the next thing, right? You have to go to an improv school, and there's all these schools in LA, and they have to pay. And I was like, I already have experience. I already can do like some voices. Why do I have to go and learn it? And they're like, Well, you have to go through our school. And I was like, eh. and it was money. I was broke. So the rich guy was broke. And did uh, your parents cut you off from the trust fund? Is that what happened? We didn't really have a trust in, in I just think it's funny because you but, talked about my background so yeah, it's just interesting but I, they did cut me out I mean not cut me off but. are you close with them now well they're dead but thank you doesn't mean you can't I, still be close I, I visited them the other the, day did god, you yeah god bless them by the way it's totally fine okay they lived a very long life yeah yeah we like to bring the pod to an awkward halt <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I should have googled you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Are there graves next to each? Are they right next to each Dude, other? Dude, you want to go deep? Yeah, they're literally. I have a whole other thing about, it, but they're right. It's beautiful. They're buried next, one here, one here. Yeah, I almost want to say on top of each other. And it was a. It's a military Good way to save money. Dude, that's a hall. I'm telling you, yeah. my mother went because my dad was in the navy, but I don't remember him talking about it much. But my mom literally found like, oh my god, we get a discount, and so it was like a two for one. I'm not kidding. You. Yeah. And they're literally, it's beautiful, but it's, it's economical. Right. I would have taken them to like, you know. Do you, do you have a plot? I don't, but they, they're in, they're in Pennsylvania. So. Yeah, yeah but I don't, I don't have a plot. No, I don't I have think no about plans. that. No. I, I have a will. Yeah, I have a will. I'm about to do my second will. Uh, but I've been going to funerals lately because I know people that are dying. Oof. And what I'm noticing is there's a lot of variation in the way people hold the casket. Yeah, and I was at one, and they were balancing it on their shoulders without t- like like this. They weren't using they weren't using the the grips, and it, it was making me very nervous on the shoulder. On the shoulder, and they were sort of walking in unison. And I'm that's, like, that's that's like a New Orleans style. I go, these people are making the funeral about them. It's a little show offy to get to. So you're saying that's good. There's a strength there. Well, I'm just saying it's a balance. Hold it like this, or hold it close to the ground. Yeah. I'm, and then I saw I was at one funeral, yeah, and there were young pallbearers, but the, the casket they were around it, but it was also on wheels, so it was like luggage. It was that's, like luggage. That's how Catholics do it. Oh, it is. Yeah, we're on the wheels. I well, I'm going to be honest with you. I I don't have a plot. I don't really mind much what happens to me once I'm dead, but I do want to specify that I don't want to be balanced on people's shoulders. I don't want I don't want to be dead thinking. 
What if I fall? fall? Yeah. Fall again. Yeah. One last, one last owie. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right? yeah get the bandage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a that's a southern thing. You ever see like the New Orleans with the guys mm-hmm. in the caskets dancing? Yeah. So I think it's either the handle or I don't really see that as much. Yeah. So I don't. I think you'll. Well, probably... I was at one, and I was. I, I'm just wow. stating publicly that's not for me. But it was three on three. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is, and there's people in front and behind. You know, there were spotters. So you're gonna go in a box? Yeah, I think. So. I don't know. I don't. Honestly, you're Jewish. Yeah, you could put me on a raft and just push me out to sea. Are you like my sister? Jew- she's Jewish. No, but she believes that could be. She yeah. believes that when you die, you live in the place where you're dead. No. So you're a flo- So if you died right in your garden, every Tuesday you'd hear those guys. I don't. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. What? What? religion is that she's like she's like an atheist but she doesn't she's just like what if we just believe that she's like you could still just what if you're there that's what she believes so she like groundhog's day you're just stuck no you're dead but you're like stay where you're dead so you're just like i'm in here yes oh i'd like to die in the living room please (laughs) with the widescreen yeah it's yeah you got a good yeah it's got a big i got a great living room well that is so bizarre you know norm uh norm mcdonald had such a great line where he's, you know, I can't do his voice. And my father, uh, uh, you know, he had a heart attack and he fell out of bed and died next to the bed. And the doctor came in and he said, he's in a better place. And Norm goes, he's on the floor. <laughs> a minute ago, he was in the bed. That was a better place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's God. just dark. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Jesus. That's, that's one of the best, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's intense. Mm-hmm. We've lost a lot this year. Yeah. Louis Anderson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Bob. Yeah. yeah. So, that one is so strange. I know. I mean... I, I refer... I just... I just... I don't want to talk about it because it's so much stuff going but on. But like right. Panette, remember John Panette? He died in a hotel. Like, I don't want to die in a hotel. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to die in a hotel, maybe the Four Seasons. Yeah. Like Saget had that going for him, but look, look at here's the thing. Like when Saget died, I realize this most when Steve Jobs died. None of this matters. None of this. Ma- Steve Jobs died a month later. Nobody cared about him. Nobody was talking about him. He was being bashed in a book for being difficult to work with. It's like, do you? Th- well, his legacy lives in your hand. What do you? What do you? What What do you want most out of your career? That's a good question, dude. It's it's really good question. That's changed a lot. Yeah, because what I wanted and how I feel now is different because I wanted so many different things. But what do you want now? God, it's a deep question. If it's early, Um, I want to be. I want autonomy, really, to be able to do what I want to make the living that I want to make doing it. Um, I would like to get. You know, respect, I think, you know, keep within the community. I think you do. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. And the peers. And I think that you do want to make something, although you're kind of just bum me out about it, where your legacy lives past you. When you're after, when you're on the shoulder, the things you've done. But you're like, why? Because you're not there to enjoy it. Not only that, I think it is so meaningless. Like, I was so into legacy early on. I think you're kind of right. I used to clip newspaper articles. I used to do, I used to think maybe someday this will end up in a museum. Like it was that 
delusional. Yes. I was that out of touch. I'm kind of like you right now. Like, I, what do I want? I've done a lot, you know. I mean, this is going to sound weird. I like money, but it doesn't matter. Money doesn't make you happy. No. And I want to enjoy it, and I want to do what I want to do, kind right. of like what you were saying about Teen Wolf. There's a, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to do and express myself and be the way I want right. to be. I know now, I, I, kinda... I, love, I love Teen Wolf. Yes. And, and they let me improv, and there yeah. was a freedom there. That show did a lot for me, and that, that writing was unbelievable. And we're actually shooting a film this okay. month, okay. a Teen Wolf film. So yeah. I'm, I, I, I love that. I'm talking about other things yes. I've been involved with in other scripts, yeah. not Teen Wolf. All right, make sure you delineate that because the movie's happening. No, that's that's the truth. I've been on record about this. This guy, Jeff Davis, yeah. he saw a comedian. Yeah. He was unsure about me. He said, this guy, very cocky. I don't even think he's that funny. So he stopped by the improv. He saw my name on the marquee. He How did you, you were cocky on film or he met I, you? In comedian. He had an a odd odd um, uh, impression of me. Or he took what he, what he, you know, other people have this too. So I don't. I believe this is a story. And he stopped in, he saw my name on the marquee. So he just on a whim stopped in and he said, I've never laughed harder. He said, I've never laughed harder. And he said, at that moment, I knew that you were screwed. And you know, he was screwed. Yeah, that, that, that he, you had been screwed. That, oh, that, he that, was screwed. That they, you, you weren't were portrayed fairly. Oh. And again, I'm not saying this. I don't know how I was portrayed. I'm in the vortex. So you can't delineate yourself. What does that word mean? Delineate the difference between how you were portrayed and how you. I think are. you mean to di- di- differentiate. Yeah, it was a good call. Yeah, I, it's okay. It's early. I, yeah, it is early. It's, it's, take, it's a sip, two. take a sip. Take a sip and make the note. Oh, <laughs> third eye. What happens when you have a third eye? Differentiate. What's delineate? Delineate is. You were uh, saying Steve Jobs delete, delineate. See what my brain did. No, Steve Jobs is dead. I know, but he deleted stuff. He did? Delete button, delineate, oh. differentiate those words. Do you find that since COVID? Did yes. You, okay. Thank yes. You. Did you have it? No. Yes. Yeah. So you, you feel- That's what I loved about you. <laughs> I loved Jamie Kennedy would show up at the clubs. You'd have like oh. the shield, two masks. Yeah. You'd have gloves on, a yeah. scarf on. Yeah. You'd stuff up your nose. Yeah. I go, this guy, he's never going to get it. And then one day I, I see a clip on like- on social media, and, and James, you're all like me. You're like, I got the wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm a victim. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's after everybody else got it. I'm so you, we got it. You got. You got the, the. I think I got the third or fourth variant, which was it's no fun. Yeah, it's no picnic. I got to tell you this, but I, it was. I got through it. Yeah, I, I, I was vaccinated. I would have four vaccinations because I was going to Florida. I was scared right at the end, right when Delta, the new one was coming up, not Delta, Omicron. Yeah. And I had to go to Florida. I went in to get the fourth shot. And she said, why? You fourth shot? No, I, I, I said, isn't there a shot just for Florida? Yeah. What? Just for Florida. <laughs> <laughs> just to cover me for anything that can go wrong in yeah. Florida. And then you, within that, you might need just a Tampa shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I am. Go- By the way, I'm in Sarasota this weekend <laughs> at McCurdy's. I think the booster will work. There. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Yeah. You know, these is, I don't know if you've played this club. McCurdy's is the best. It's, it's the best. And people show up, these old men, they all have band-aids on their forehead. This is, I guess this is what happens as you get older. Yeah. You move to Florida and you you have to put Band-Aids on your bald head with the sunspots. The sun, yeah. And then during the day, they're globbing on 
at what point in your life do you not care what the sunscreen looks like on your face? Yeah, it's usually when you start putting band-aids on your yeah, head. Yeah, it, if you want to fit in in Florida and you don't have suntan lotion, just take a jar of mayonnaise and just throw it at your face yeah. and then put some band-aids. Also, some of that's bocce ball injuries. It is? Yeah. That's probably, <laughs> that, do you play McCurdy's? Yeah, dude. In fact, that's the only place in the whole world that I've ever seen the cops come in and drag someone out. And that's the Curdies. The first show's at six thirty p.m. No, that's the late show. That's the late show. Yeah, the average age in there is dead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. No, it was a drunk, and I have a whole bit about it and a clip. And the lady like didn't want to pay her, like a, a white wine or a fucking margarita bill. She was dr- no wow. martini. She wow. was drunk, and they asked her to leave. She wouldn't leave. The guy they pulled them out and like their beautiful loafers. It was hilarious. That was the only place. Yeah. And we, I've done shows in Detroit, Miami Beach. Remember Miami? Oh, that, that that one, the cops were called every single night. Yeah. And that's when I say, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Like, I, I spend all day preparing for this show, writing mentally. I'm all excited. I'm ready to go. And then assholes ruin it. Always. Always listen to this clip. Do you want to hear a clip? Yeah. Because I, I, I was going through old clips. This is this is from a show in Irvine in December, and it was the show was going great. Except there was a table of like twelve lawyers that would not shut up. They just wouldn't shut up the whole show. I kept having to stop the show, and of course they never, they never, never go over to these tables and tell them to shut up. They, right? They do not not. Listen, okay. does it have to come to me saying this to the lawyers? Okay, I get it. I get it. Thank you, lawyers. Um, you do have the right to remain silent. <laughs> right? God damn, I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> I shouldn't have celebrated like that, but uh, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. I've had, I love Irvine. I do too. I love all these clubs. Don't, why I, are you so afraid of being rebooked? You can, you can say, <laughs> say what's happening, Jamie. But the last two times, well, the last two times I've been on TMZ yeah. are Irvine. Yeah, why? Because of drunks, because of the, heck, they don't really heckle, they table talk. Yes. And that's, and it's a big room. So, right. you know, we have to address it and they get drunk there. There's a lot yeah. of Karens. Yeah. And Those the, are the lawyers. The, I will say this in defense of the club because my friend Dan uh, runs it. Yeah. The last time I was there, there was a table in the front that wouldn't shut up and they actually threw them out during the feature act, which is great because then I don't have to deal with it and then they don't go on uh, social media and say I had them thrown out. But I don't ever mind a heckler. I don't mind any of it. In fact, I I love it when it's exciting. Yeah. But I don't like table talk. That's the only thing that's really hard to defend, I think, for us. We can deal with anything, but when the people are just having their own little party, yeah. that's distracting as hell. Do you agree yeah. with that? I agree. I, you don't even like hecklers. I don't like when they're on their phones. Like, I was just at a club in North Carolina, and they have to now order on the phone. It's now like you're a Panera Bread or something. You've got to, like, scan a QR code mm-hmm. and then put your order in. So I'm looking out, and people are on their phones. I'm like, when did I lose them? I didn't lose them. They just want another drink. Yeah, so, or the uh, check was dropped. Right, and I know anytime I have my phone and I like, let's say I get a text, I don't just read the text and then mm-hmm. put it away. I'm now checking everything. 
I'm mm-hmm. checking my stocks. I'm checking my TikTok. I'm checking my Instagram. Right, right. Now I'm five minutes on the phone. And that's what's happening to these audiences. You don't want to remind them that they have a device. We're there to take them out of that world. It's yeah. like anytime you have a show and there's a big event going on, like a, like this, the NBA finals are going on, and they, they make the dumb mistake of showing it on the, the screen. screen. in the back. But, or oh, before, oh, yeah. on the big screen before yeah. the show, and then they just cut it off. And they're like, please welcome to the stage. Come yeah. to the stage. And yeah. it's like, we want to watch the game now. Yeah, exactly. Why is it always... I don't know. <laughs> Do you perform in a helicopter? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to... I'm trying to make my introductions for the comedians a little more special. I love it. Come to the... Oh, wait, so when they're on their phone... Like when you, I forgot what I was going to say. You just had something. I just don't want them to be taken out of the natural environment of being at the comedy club. But a lot of clubs, oh, you must go crazy then Mm. if you do. I don't know what kind of shows you do. No, I don't go crazy because I'm the guy from Comedian, so I have to keep it in. Yes, but so you do like professional clubs all the time. Yeah. But do you ever do shady clubs that might not have such rules enforced? Like... Because what and happens when you do on a phone and they're recording you? That, that happens a lot. Doesn't bother me as much. Doesn't bother me either. Yeah, it doesn't because be- it's all we can't stop it. Yeah, and, I, and I say the same thing. What are you going to get me? In, what are you going to get me canceled with my eighteen followers? Yeah. I've done nothing. Nobody cares. Yeah, like I victimized myself. myself yeah. yeah, yeah. There's not much you can do. You know, a lot of the times, like when I do shows here, like the Improv or the Laugh Factory, they don't have they. The phones are pretty locked up. No, not anymore. They don't. Improv, I thought. No. Oh wow. No. Okay. No, but I'll I'll address it. Like somebody will take my picture, and I'm like, why aren't you all taking my picture? <laughs> I don't I don't get why it's just one person. And then by the end of the show, they're all like, oh, look at now that person, yeah. that person. You know, everyone's taking pictures now. So I don't think you can fight it, and so you just have to go with it. Yes. But yeah, so. I don't like when they're recording for too long. If you want to get a snippet, yeah. put it up, okay. But I've given up on trying to protect my material and go, oh, I want to get it out there for, I don't care. You know, it's just. You ha- don't you agree? I don't think this, I think you, everyone should have specials and do all that. But I don't think, I think that there's, so, everyone's putting their clips online. That you just have to kind of clip your stuff and put it out. I know, but I don't like that. I, I I do that, but nobody like I put you stuff have to because uh, there's going to be a lot of parallels in certain things. I know, but I put a lot of stuff like on TikTok and people. The, the non stand up clips get a lot more views. Mm-hmm. Nobody watches any of my stuff on YouTube. None. Mm-hmm. And my agent goes, "Why don't you just shoot a special and put it up on YouTube?" I'm like nobody watches me on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like it's humiliating. That's which brings me back to the question I asked earlier. Your list. What? What is the one thing you would want? For your career. And not it's not independence. It's is it a special on this network? Is it your own TV show? What is it? I mean, I've done a lot, so I think I would like to I know this is gonna sound weird. This is not a tangible answer for you. Just delineate it for me. I think that I would like to be able, this is going to sound so stupid, but I think I'd like to be able to do it until I'm not here anymore. Yeah. Like I want to be the longevity. I think you will. I mean, you're one of a few people that is at their point in their life. I'm saying like our age, Mm -hmm. that's still getting spots everywhere 
in Los Angeles. Do you realize how rare that is? I mean, if you look at what happened when we turned 40, mm-hmm. all of a sudden people that we were neck and neck with, competitive with, mm-hmm. they stopped going forward. They're now featuring. Like it got to a point where like those people started to ask if they could feature for me. People that, you know, really, you're still going. Wow. You're I, still going. Yeah, I th- that's what, what well, and, I, and, and by the way, that's no um, indication of their talent. Mm-hmm. This business is nasty. Mm-hmm. Some of the funniest people, Richard Jenny, some of the funniest people in the world you, you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And it was a battle. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just this business is cruel. I, I thank God every day that mm-hmm. I'm still playing these clubs, mm-hmm. that they're still giving me spots, mm-hmm. that they allow me to close or, or, or go wherever I go. I mean, it's just, it, that blows my mind. So you're getting better. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're fine if that's what you're dreaming. I think my dream is if I could hit a button and erase everything I'd ever done, <laughs> I might do it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> like when I'm dead, dude. I don't you... want anybody talking about me. Why? Well, I don't because I don't because I don't. I'm, I'm not here to hear it. I don't. I I just you know. Wait a minute. Move on. Why can't it live? You're not there, so why can't other people enjoy it? Post homeless. They're not enjoying hummus. it now. <laughs> Post what? Hummus. No, what are you trying to say? Humanist. I don't know, dude. I've told you. Posthumously. Pos- Your brain is so much better post-COVID. Wow. I got to tell you this. Yes, is what- I got to tell you this. Hitting the button is fascinating. That just fucked me up. Yeah. Can I say fuck me up? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Jamie. I know you're religious. I. So let's talk about this COVID thing because I, I had to get, I got these home tests. Oh God, they don't. I don't know what those things do, right? They don't. You have to do the Binax. I don't know the name brands. I don't know. Legroom here is incredible. Okay, Jamie. Okay. You <laughs> came in here. You're so optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, Harlan just made fun of my curtains. He did? Yeah. Those are and beautiful. By, and people, 1960s. fans have written in. This is Linda. She said Harlan was on last week. And I'm, this is, I'm experimenting with guests. I, I don't know why you and I just don't have our own podcast. I know. It's just, it's right now, we're starting. This is this yes. is really. This is, you guys have to, this is an honor. Because usually the guests are Orny Adams. Yeah. You love as yourself as a guest you could have yourself as a guest a hundred times if i could have someone like you every week i would have a guest you're easy appreciate it you're fun you you just you showed up you brought your own coffee yeah you broke my mic stand you want your ocd with the mic stand well it just keeps falling it's limping all right but just we can i can see the monitors fine but like how do you get guests I'm doing what you're doing. So for me, I believe I have a lot of in my head. Yeah. So I can express a lot. Yeah. And I could do this for a while. So I'm about 59 episodes in. Uh, but I'm starting to do guests too. So I just text them. Yeah. And just be like, hey, man, you want to do my pod? And I, everyone's been pretty. Maybe you can help me. Maybe yeah. You can help me get just it's, it's, They're pretty cool. I mean, to me, this whole thing has changed since 2016. Oh, where when we were coming up. And I probably started in L.A. Oh, maybe not. I probably started in L.A. a little earlier than you in terms like, I mean, it was doggy dog, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone was like eight people would showcase. One person would get a call back to do a guest spot on the Late Late Show. You know, this yeah. like that's what it was, right? Now we're in a community. And I feel like since 2015, when the town started getting crazy full again, because you didn't used to do comedy here all the time. Do you remember that? Yeah. You remember when this was just like. 
a showcase spot. And then once you started getting a name, you would then... Well, because you had to go on the road and test this stuff. If this stuff didn't work in Wichita, Kansas, yes. the networks didn't care. But then... But you the... also went on the road because you were making money. Yes. And it's, and it's your show. When you do an hour 10... And then you come back and I go, why do I want to do 12 minutes? Right. But then there's 12 other headliners. That's how you get good, right? Yeah. Um, so the town changed in terms of podcasting and social media. So now we are all, it's much more of a community, mm-hmm. which I think this whole thing is. So people want to be your guests because they want to, they're going to, they want to talk. I'm going to have to talk to you and see if there's a list of people that I should invite on. Tons. Because- I, you should invite all types of people, not just comics. I, I know. Yeah. But the, know, the neighbor of the street's a director and. Okay. She's supposed to come on. You don't have to I, drop. You don't have to drop credit. Well, yeah. that's a good. You might not want to have that in the trailer. Well, this is what uh, 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 this is what Linda says. So nice to see two of my favorite funny people. You're number one, Harlan. Number two, enjoying each other's company. One thing she had I to noticed. Rank you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You had yeah. to get ranked. Yeah. Wow. By the way, if you if people want to email me, it's what's wrong at orneyadams.com. They can just email me. Wow, you've got your people own. do. I, okay. I have a kid in Singapore, can't say his name because yeah. they'd flog him publicly. Yeah. He writes the most articulate. He's like 16 years old. His English is better. He would tell you what delineate means. He would tell you yeah. that different. He's, sure not allowed, he's answering his orny? No, no, no. He's he, I, he sends me emails and says, please don't mention my name. I think I get emails from China, all, all right. over the world. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've stopped airing in. I've pulled out of Russia. Yeah. yeah, I have. Okay. Uh, one thing I noticed, you're both good listeners with so much respect for each other. I'm so fed up with seeing comedians who are so full of themselves. You and Harlan are completely opposite and always a breath of comedy fresh air. I totally disagree with Harlan about the Shasta decor. I wouldn't change a thing. The decor is true to its vintage era, including the granny curtains. This is what's behind me. And uh, other people uh, on social media, because I put up a poll, said, uh, decide if you want the curtains open or closed, because one of them was closed, but that was because the lights would reflect this equipment. You know, there's a little bit of movie magic going on here. I mean, yeah. can you believe how much is crammed in this small space? It's, it is. It's, yeah. It's crammed. So I got to tell you this about the COVID test. So this is... I didn't get a COVID test the entire time. I never got sick. And then I was exposed uh, by somebody I knew. And uh, so I go, I better get uh, tested. Comedian, I bet. No, no, no. So what happened was I go to the pharmacy and they said, I said, can't we just get test? Like they're giving free tests. Can't you just hand me tests? They're like, no, they're $10 each. Like, this system is so dumb. It's not socialism. No, but it should be for the test. Other countries, they just hand you a test. Listen, they just sent me four tests. Now that COVID's over, I have four tests that were shipped to me, and I have four more coming. You now order four more tests for free from the government. Not the sticks. You got to do the bind. You got to do the lollipop. Well, I don't know what this is. It went up my nose. Okay. Okay. So I went into the pharmacy, and they said, yeah, it's covered... They said, oh, yeah, no problem. It's covered by your insurance anyway. You just have to submit. So I go, okay, give me three. I spend $30. Is $30. $30 test, okay. But as a matter of principle, I just want to see how easy this is. So I go to Blue Cross Blue Shield, my site. I click the link that says get reimbursed for COVID tests. Okay. Now, don't you think you take a picture of the receipt and just... No, it's 1986. I had to cut the UPC code off of the boxes... Tape it to a, a piece of paper, no. put the receipt, circle it on the receipt, cross off everything else in the receipt, write on the receipt, uh, COVID reimbursement program. Then I had to put it in the mail, a P.O. box, like, to the, and I didn't, 
right, Blue Cross Blue Shield of CA. I wrote California because I know they would do anything to disqualify me. Right? Wow, you had to write the whole state out. Right. I, I did this just as an experiment. I tried to make a video, a TikTok video. I played the video on this podcast. So here's the update. Here's what's wrong with getting reimbursed for the COVID test. I got this letter from Blue Cross of California yesterday, dated March 10th, 2022. Uh, we're writing to let you know that the claim of one penny... One penny. One penny. They still need more. What does it say? This is my residuals. Can you one penny? Uh, with the claim of one penny for care provided for February 4, 2022, my general. One penny. It's thirty dollars. Can I tell people your name? No, don't tell them. Wow, that's not. That's your name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know. That. I had no. No. Okay. Needs an additional time to complete. So wait, you're gonna get a penny off? Yeah. No, a penny. I. It's thirty dollars. I don't know why it says the claim is a penny. But it's nonsense. This entire world is nonsense. All that work work for a penny? A penny. But it should be $30. That's what I don't get. I don't get it. That's a lot of work. How many COVID tests do you get? You're so... Dude, I I, I wasn't about it. Okay, that I don't know. And now I took a lot because I worked. Mm -hmm. So then I I probably had 10. Wow. And it's... But the girl who swabbed me most of the time, this woman, she was really nice. What do you mean? You have your own swabbist? No, I had to what? go... I How was famous shoot- do I have to be? <laughs> Swab me, please. What are you shooting? No, I shot a movie. What movie? So it's called Don't Suck. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to explain, but it's a drama. It's a comedy drama. And I don't... I really don't, can't do it justice until it's done. Yeah. But it's set in the comedy world. Who else is in it? Uh, do you know Matt Reif? I know the name. Gee, he's a great comic. Yeah. You know Russell Can I just Peters? say, I know Russell Peters. Yeah. Your mic has not moved at all. And I you know, keep doing this thing. That's why it's broken. I, I didn't touch it, dude. Harlan I, did not have a problem with his mic I at know, all. I know, because, yeah, but he. What mics do you have? Dude, I like to hear myself. So when I'm back here, oh, I feel like the audience. Here, how about this? Up. Okay, they're uh, perfect. What? See, now I, this could have been solved four hours ago. And this thing's had, taken up your whole shot. Oh, okay. So yeah, you. The, I didn't, couldn't hear myself. That's fine. That's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where do you do your podcast? I do it in the studio, my little place now. So I just set up a whole place to have like a pod. And I literally just finished it like two days ago. So, But I thought, when I see, I thought you were talking to people. You weren't doing them alone. No, I do mix. Yeah. But I'm starting to do people. But I want to get my thoughts out. So I have my rants. And then there's other times I want to talk to somebody. But don't you find, like... I've got to listen to this because it's really hard. <laughs> At the chair, dude. <laughs> the fucking chair. We're just trying this out. If it works, I'll get the right chair. I'll get the, you know. When I was a, uh, in college, I read that McDonald's yeah. on purpose yeah. made their chairs so they were only comfortable. For like four minutes. Yeah. Finish Eat the Big Mac and get out. Yeah, it makes sense. And that's what I'm doing here wow. with yeah. this thing. Yeah. Get in. Get if in. I fix the mic stand, will you come back? I will. I would like a little more. If you could be on the road 50 weeks a year, would you? No. So how much? What's your limit? That you want to add, go back to the other question. If I can do this from my house, yeah. I would do that a lot more. I literally am at that age now. But that's what I thought. I thought during COVID, I'm doing this. I have... A million followers on my social media platforms. If I can get 10% to listen to this, yes. I'll never have to leave the house again. 
And then my agents will call every week. They go, uh, uh, you should put clips up on here. How about you should do, you know how you make fun of the art in the hotel rooms? Do that for TikTok. Face. I'm doing everything. Your everybody agent is giving you TikTok tips. My agents. Yeah, he loves me. We're cl- <laughs> I have officiated his wedding. Yo, so you like Let me delineate tips. my relationship with Deline- my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me differentiate my relationship with my agent versus your relationship with your agent. No, my agent Very just different. wants to see me be successful. Wow. That's yeah. great. My agent, you know, messes my emails up. So you're, wow, you have a real. Do you have a different agent for film versus the uh, appearances? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the same for everything? No, you have to have I don't have a film agent. Yeah. It's very bizarre. So your agent believes in you. Oh my God, yes. That's good to have. Yeah, we're like buddies. But I, I thought, I'm going to do this podcast, never leave the house. I'm going to sell a, a, tickets wherever I want to sell tickets. Yeah, that's what I want to do. That, that's what bothers me. I don't mind traveling no, if volume. it's sold out. More volume or less? Oh, I love traveling and I love that it's sold out. Yeah. That perfect. But I want to go to people that like, oh, I heard you on Orny's podcast. Right. Go, you know, do your act, but go riff more about the curtains. I want to talk about what I want to talk about. Yeah. So you said 50 weeks out of the year. I mean, I could do it, but I don't know. I'm enjoying, you know, there's other things in life. Right. Do you agree? Yes. I've done it. I agree. I've been on, I've been very, you, like you said, fortunate. You want to hear about fortunate? The first time I ever did a, a middle in a club was the Addison Improv in yep. 1998. And I had to do 20 minutes and I had about 11. Right. And that was 24 years ago. And I just finished playing there. So like you said, I do look at that and go, yeah, you want to move up. You want to go to theaters. You want to go to bigger places. And, you know, sometimes that can happen. But I'm lucky to still be able to do that. Like you said, but I have done it. So I'm going to tell you something doing taking a week off. This is something that I realized during COVID. Yes. If I couldn't measure my life up against other people's lives, if I just went out and did the road, if I just went out and looked at my numbers on social media and I just listened to my pot, whatever it is, if I just encapsulated myself in my world, I would be so happy. It's when I'm enjoying my effing day mm-hmm. and somebody has to say, did you see what so-and-so just got? It's like, damn it. Does that really get you Yes, still? it does. Are you 50 yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not that that it gets me. It's just like it makes me realize there's more. And when I don't think about it, I'm so content. That's what's wrong with Orny Adams. What's wrong with Jamie Kennedy? Come on. You have another hour? Yeah. Well, no. We're going to bring it home. I wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, the hippopotamus, a guy whose arm was bitten off by a hippopotamus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and he's kayaking, and he's still kayaking in the hippopotamus areas. I'll have to do that. By the way. It's 49. I wanted to talk to you about ketchup. What's wrong? What's going on with ketchup? The, the restaurants that refill the bottles... And I was at a restaurant in in the like. <laughs> go ahead, pick a topic. Pick a topic. Hippo, hippo arm, hippo arm. Come on, look at that. This is like yeah. the news, not this necessarily is, the news. Remember that show? So wait. Yeah, this is all the wait, preparation that goes into the ketchup. Yes, I have a comment that, I'll, that differentiated myself for that. I have two things that bother me about ketchup. Here's what I have. You yeah. know, if I have to, I hate. I was thinking about this in my Uber. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with Jamie Kennedy? Or it should be what's bothering Jamie Kennedy. I hate podcasts where I have to do homework. Did I give you homework? No, you were cool about it. Yeah. But you know that, right? Yeah. And then here's another time. I love being booked, 
But when you do these shows, people are like, can you do my show? And then you do it, and they go, can you post every day? Okay, I'm gonna, let me tell you something right now, and then we're getting out of here. Don't post about this. Do not post. I am begging you to not post about this. No, I don't not care. you. I'm saying, would you ever get a show, and you're like, thanks yes. for having me? And they're like, post it here. Wait, let's go to the cat. And I got wait one a minute, more. Wait a minute. No, no, no. No, I got another one. I don't like when you book me at your at a small venue here, yeah, yeah. and then you ask me to, oh, start sending me the graphics to promote the show. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's, that's such an inside baseball. But It's, it's like, something. dude, I feel like I'm doing you a favor doing the show. How about this? What headshot you want to use? Dude, go to Google. I don't care. Yeah. Use Jamie Kennedy's headshot. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, feel no obligation to post about this at all. No, don't I don't mention to. it. Don't this I don't, is not a pod. This is a. This, I'm talking. This is a pod. This is not a show. I'm saying. Right. But wait. You know what's bugging me? Yeah. Catch. Yeah. Catch up. Catch up. Okay. What happened to the straws? I. You know that's my whole bit. No, I know. Oh, you don't. Yeah, I do a but, whole. But yeah. they're, they're the, the. Oh yeah, I do remember something. But I don't do anything about it. So yeah. I feel like plastic is back. Plastic's back. So what happened? Well, what happened was well, it's there terrible. was a pandemic, yeah. and we realized there's more important things to worry about than the turtle that took a straw up its nose. <laughs> it took a selfie. So it is back. So you do literally, okay, good. So no, because we found like this alternate plastic. Dude, it's weird. It's like, first of all, they don't work. You know, I'm sure you do a whole bit they about it. They fall apart. I do yeah. everything about it. Yeah. So, okay. So then, all right. I My thing is this, okay? Because I'm all for you the might, environment. You might have 20 minutes on a straw. I, I have so much. You know, and we got to wrap this up, but you got to come back. I don't know why we don't just. We just started. Do a podcast together. Yeah. All the time. No, because I'll do this. And then my agent will go, well, I told you to keep it 45 and you're uh, an hour and 10 with Jamie and nobody's going to listen to an hour and 10 you of Jamie Kenny. I'm not editing it. All right. This thing goes right out. This will, <laughs> by the time you get home, it's you'll all, be, you'll be, uh, I'll have to post about it. Do not. I'm begging you. <laughs> if you want to keep in touch, the emails, what's wrong at orniadams.com. Yes. You can go to, um, team what's wrong.com for mm-hmm. everything. The video's up on Patreon. The older videos are going to be up on YouTube where nobody watches them anyway. So why do I even mention yeah, it? And, yeah. uh, TikTok. And where can we find you? Just go to my website, jamiekennedy.com, and you see all the links. Yeah, in fact, just do that for me, too. Yeah, just go to my website. I have every link there. I do this. Like, sometimes when I'm I'm in public and I see people, like, you know, making a video, I go in the background and I go, tag me, jamiekennedy.com. That's what I do. I give a, I give out other people's information. Does that I'm work? so dumb promoting myself. I could, yeah. I could care less. You are more, you. there's something a little more chill about you post-COVID, or even though we're still in it. Yeah, we're never getting out of this. Never. There's this a is... new variant today. You saw that. Oh, there is. Good. Good news. 51 million people locked down in China. Yeah, that's China. They they have a zero tolerance. Somebody sneezes in China and everybody inside. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they don't kid around. But 5% of the population. Here's what I'm saying. I'm all for getting rid of uh, pl- recycling. I don't know why when we recycle, okay? Yeah. People scold me when I was... I'm taking the to-go container. I'm putting it in the blue bin. Yeah, that's good. No, they're like, wash it. Why do I have to wash... Now I work for the recycling people? Oh, yeah. You're telling me that they don't, on a conveyor belt, clean all this stuff? I don't even know if they recycle it. Here's what I have to... I agree. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I got you right there. No, because I think... I know, but I still feel bad throwing out a bottle. You know what I did? What? I, um... I put Apple trackers on all my recyclables. Every every, every single one of them. Wow. I had a good year, made a lot of money, and I <laughs> tracked it, and it ended up mm. it ended up just in the regular dump. 
and ended up in the regular dump. Disposable Apple trackers. Here's Steve Jobs left you with that. They're not recyclables. No, he. Oh no, I don't think he did. I think he was dead before they came up with that. But here's the thing with the plastic, uh, the absurdity of it. And uh, uh, listen, I'm all. If we could do without straws, they've made cups that are great now without straws. Yeah. But the whole thing was everyone was going. I don't want the straw because I love the environment. No straw. Just give me the plastic cup with the plastic lid. Yeah. It was like that plastic was okay. <laughs> that plastic was fine. <laughs> What's wrong with Orny Adams? Episode, say it, Jamie. Episode 48. There you go. Jamie Kennedy. Go to his website, jamiekennedy.com. Thank you, Ernesto Hurtado. Jamie, I promise you I'll get a better microphone for next time. Love you. We're going to shake, huh? Are we shaking or pump? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we do the weird. Yeah, it's so bizarre. (laughs) Thanks for the new variant. (laughs) Delta crime. How about in shows when people sneeze? Do you have people that sneeze? All the time. I call the FBI on that. Like, who sneezes in public in 2022? Yeah. You're unbelievable, dude. I didn't even get to talk about the hippopotamus, the rugby videos. I think this... we could do, we'll do another one. Dude, you're welcome up here anytime. In the trailer. Yeah. The whole thing is there... this part? What do you mean? You want to... We can expand. Listen, when uh, Gary, uh, what's his name? That uh, The guy who does the warm-up for everybody. That comic. When he was here, I made him sit over there. Gary Cannon? Yeah, Gary Cannon was over there. Wow. Yeah. So you graduated. You're at the big boy table. I'm really. This is like when Johnny Carson used to call <laughs> the people up, over. Bring, oh, you're in the Orny's trailer? Yeah, he yeah. He brought you over? Yeah. That's big times. You made it. Uh... the curtains. Have you ever seen anything like this? You mean this setup? I mean, yeah. No, in your life, have so you unique. ever seen anything like this before? Hold on. I'm trying to find the clip. Your ace is going to be happy. This is extra bonus material. Hold on. I mean, have you ever heard anything like no. that? I had never heard anything Gosh. like that. I've heard in- Jamie, I have never heard it in anything as good as... I've never heard in anything. Yes. Now let's all go look up delineates. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, buddy. That was great. Thank you.